0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Youth Work Plus podcast, this is episode 10 and we're talking about how to be a good leader. My name's Ollie and I've been doing youth work for quite a while and this is Becky. Hi Becky. Hello, good to see you,
1: thanks yeah. for tuning in. So yeah we're talking today about how we can be better leaders as so youth and kids um, workers or volunteers or whatever it context you find yourself in Um, and I think whether we like it or not um, all of us as youth and kids leaders have a responsibility to lead others well um, which includes not just the children or young people that we work with that are in our care but also the other adults that are on our team Um, so I think this is quite a good topic to chat about today Um, and hopefully we're going to unpack it a little bit and some of our thoughts and stuff we've learned along the way.
0: Yeah a, a big one for me, and I don't know if anyone else is in the same place when, when they're listening to it, but I've always felt slightly uncomfortable setting an example, um, partly because it puts lots of pressure on, um, and also because you don't quite feel worthy enough. I don't know if you've had the same sort of feeling, Like, and so it can sometimes be something to avoid. I, don't know if I maybe that's just me um, but I have early on in ministry been like oh no I don't like the title of, of leader or set an example but as as you just said when you're in that position that is what you're doing you can't dodge it people look to you even if they look to you for the wrong reasons they're still looking to you to set an example
1: yeah I think for me like the whole, like, calling, I guess, as a, as a youth leader and becoming a Christian, it all happened, like, within a short space of time. So for me, like, a lot of those are, like, wrapped into one. So I remember, like, when I first got into youth work, when I was, like, 18, 19, I started helping out. Like, I just remember thinking quite a big pressure <laughs> that I have to, like, be a certain way and act a certain way because I'm, I'm helping lead stuff now. Um, and at the same time like becoming a Christian I knew that it was like about turning over a new leaf and like allowing God to transform you to become like a new creation and stop doing simple stuff (laughs) and focus on wholesome stuff instead so I think for me like it's always been something that I've known was there and and sometimes I've thought about it more than others if that makes sense Um, but yeah setting an example is a, is a big one isn't it because i think sometimes we can feel a lot of pressure to be a certain way or sometimes the opposite like we don't feel any and so we end up being these kind of kinds of people that aren't really setting an example at all um and so it's it is a good one to think about because i think setting an example we're called to do as christians anyway aren't we And I think it's even more important for leaders because people are looking to us to know what to do, what to say, how to behave. Um, And so, you know, as Christians, we're called to spread hope and be ready to have an answer for that
0: hope. And I guess that is that for me is tied into that certain example thing. It can also be quite a joyful thing. It can be something that that gives us life and it's about leading From somewhere we've we've already we've been God's taken us on a journey God's done some stuff in our lives and therefore we can be an example and I think where we're the best example is where it's easier to relate so if you've if you've had struggles with mental health being an example of of being a faithful Christian and somebody who struggles with your mental health that can be Really great example setting. Um, and I think it can the good a good thing to stay clear of, which I've definitely fallen foul of, is setting a good example isn't overvaluing everyone's opinion of you, and not that's something I definitely a pitfall and a trap where I want everyone to like me and I want everyone to think highly of me. That's not the same thing as setting a good example. People will have the wrong standards and I've definitely fallen foul of trying to please everybody
1: yeah
0: and make sure everyone thinks I'm doing the right thing and everyone thinks I'm great and that's not that isn't a responsibility that we've been asked to do all we have been asked is to is to set that example and be be genuinely some someone who can be looked to
1: yeah and I think it does mean difficult decisions sometimes like we need to look at you know, our lifestyle habits and character to be striving to be better in all those areas. And so, you know, sometimes it means not doing things, even in our personal life, that perhaps we would have done before, um, before we had a leadership role or before, before we were trying to be, you know, good Christians who set an example. Um, and it, that's not to say that, you know, we have to be perfect all the time and always make the right decision. And if we don't, we need to step down. I'm not saying that at all I think you know we're all human and we all make mistakes and we all think oh man I shouldn't have done that and we feel awkward about choices we've made that we don't want the young people or children that we're working with to repeat (laughs) and so there's there's that line isn't there between like wanting to pursue everything that's wholesome and healthy and good and true and all those things that we should be doing as Christians and know striving to stop sinning but we're all gonna it's not like when you become a christian suddenly all that goes away and um you only do good stuff and you only make good choices it's a choice we make every day and sometimes we mess up and that's okay but it's, it's about where our heart is isn't it and what we're striving for and um that we're trying to be better and like being honest along the way i guess that you know we struggle so we're not we're not perfect, that we don't have it all sorted, but we're trying to do our best and um you know, it's about trying to have self-control and discipline and be following God in the small choices and the everyday choices that we make in in life, and you know we shouldn't be doing things that we wouldn't advocate or want the kids or youth in our care to do. Um, but like that's hard when we're still on the journey ourselves. And, you know, we won't, we won't ever be in a place where we feel like we've got it all figured out, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and I think we all choose lines, maybe that we draw on like, I guess it depends on, on our churches and things, but often we'll have lines that we draw that say, you know, if you're engaging in this sort of behavior, then probably, maybe you shouldn't be in leadership. And I think it's about being consistent with, our, with ourselves as we would be with other people to say actually as a leader it might not be a great idea for me to be constantly slagging people off behind their back you know like it can it doesn't have to be the big stuff I think often when we think of like self-control and discipline or even how we deal with the struggles that we do have say if you've got some you know some behavior pattern or something that isn't isn't right I mean a big one like i know that there was some survey where lots of christian leaders were looking at porn and obviously you don't want to model to young people that like hey here's a good idea um but i guess it's how you what steps you put in place to deal with that or you know if your prayer life is terrible again you don't want to model that to young people and be like hey it's okay i have a terrible prayer life so you can be a christian without having a good prayer life which you know it's about being like, okay i have a terrible prayer life and here are the things i'm I'm trying to put in place yeah that some of that is more is setting a good example it's not about being perfect it's about trying to follow pointing to Christ we're not pointing to ourselves we're pointing to Christ and you can model good good things that you're putting into your own life
1: um yeah and I think as well like it's all tied in with integrity isn't it and authenticity like um we can be the kind of people who you know have we do use your kids work and that's one role that we play. And then we have a separate life over here where we do whatever we want. And that, that isn't really gonna be useful at all for your, for your leadership role. Um, like it all has to be, it all has to work together really, especially as Christians. Like we don't, we don't lead one life over here and another life over here and try and make them work out. Like we, it's all the one life and we're trying to do it as best we can. And I guess within society, there's that whole culture, isn't there a fake it till you make it? And I think we can't really buy into that as, as Christians because you know, firstly, young people and adults are gonna see straight through it, but also people trust honesty. <laughs> like we can't pretend to be, have things sorted or pretend to be a certain thing when actually we're not um, and have stuff that, you know, that we never talk about that we're, we're not happy to share or that we're not happy to, that we pretend isn't, isn't real. You know, the struggles that we pretend aren't there. Um, we have, yeah, we, ha- we have to be honest sometimes about, and it's not about being brutally honest, and we don't have to share our whole life story or, you know, admit to every sin. Um, to the young people or children that we work with, that's not what I'm saying at all. But it's about saying that, you know, we're all on a journey and admitting that and saying, you know, sometimes I mess up and that's okay. And we all do. But yeah, it's about that mentality of like what you do when no one is around, that stuff matters as well as when you're in the room leading children, young people, or when you're leading a team meeting. Like integrity is that whole thing of who we are through and through, isn't it? Like if somebody cuts open like a stick of rock, do our words match our actions and our thoughts? and are we allowing God to transform us, as well as the people that we lead, and that's really important. I think that we we admit that we're not perfect, that we need God's help, and that He's bringing us on the journey, just as He's leading those and bringing those people
0: that we lead on a journey as well. Yeah, and it can be. Re- I think it can be really tricky to know, like, to walk that line between being honest with everyone with our with our struggles which is which is important but also not putting or burdening the people we lead with all of our struggles or accidentally setting a terrible example oh that person does it therefore (laughs) okay for me to do it and I I don't know how you avoid it but I think it's really healthy to have a kind of uh, there's that paul paul kind of phrase in I don't know, in one of the one of paul's letters where he says follow me as i follow christ and i think it's it's acknowledging that we're not perfect but in the areas where we're following christ follow along with us and you know there will be other areas that we struggle but we don't have to share all of those i think it's important that we don't actually we're not burdening the people we lead we should have other people who we're working through our struggles with. We don't want like, yeah. We don't want the young people, particularly who we lead, to become the like our therapists. Oh, I'm really struggling with my anger at the moment, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it's about it's a fine line, but that level of integrity and not only sharing or doing things for how it looks to other people, I think it's important to set an example. We live we live how we say we live and we have integrity with what we're what we're aiming at I think
1: yeah and I think that like that <laughs> reminds me of like you know what the bible says about like prayer like praying in a certain way because you want to be seen as holy in front of people and stuff and actually what actually matters is like you're the intentionality of your heart and actually like that's That goes cuts through everything, I think, with leadership. Like it's not just about looking good from the outside or appearing like you're a good leader or that you're setting a good example, but it's the integrity part is that we're actually doing it (laughs) in our in our real life and everyday stuff. Like we're actually trying to be better at everything and trying to be better Christians and um trying to do things that are going to be useful in our own christian journeys and in our journey as leaders as
0: well our leadership shouldn't be a massive ego trip either and i think avoiding that pedestal of aren't i a great leader look at all these people who are following me i mean that can be easy to avoid if you're not super confident but just that idea of a pedestal because otherwise the people we're not supporting the people we lead it's not servant leadership if if we're relying on them to prop us up and prop yeah. up our, our ego it's about journeying with people taking yeah. them places we've been leading them on adventures together that very kind of moses i think picture of leadership he was he was flawed and wasn't perfect but he managed to lead people with integrity um, yeah
1: totally i think humility is really important isn't it i think when we wrongly assume that we're the leader so we're in charge we forget that actually God is the one in charge and we serve him and actually you know when you look at other examples in the bible too like even Jesus like he led with humility like he washed the disciples feet and was willing to do stuff that perhaps people wouldn't have expected a leader to do um and so I think there's a balance isn't there about like our role as leaders isn't to impress others or to be like, look at me, you know I've got things sorted, or equally too far the other way, thinking like I don't have anything sorted, so what have I got to share here? And um, it's about like having, a, you know, a realistic balance of those two things, you know, humility that to lead in a way that you know you know that you have an influence over people, but also. We don't have it sorted and God's leading us into,
0: into a better place. It takes a certain amount of patience to be a good leader. And that's not something, again, you can't fake patience. Um, you can't pretend to love people you don't love. Or I mean, you can, but people work it out pretty quick. Yeah. And you can't pretend to have patience with people. And I think some of that comes from dwelling with God more and feel and God and others who love us. But, you know, we need to, it's a a bit of self-care to kind of immerse ourselves in that love. So we are, so that we're then able, you know, we love because we're first loved. And I'm, I know in my own leadership, when I've done that more, I'm more effortlessly patient with Mm. the people I lead. And I actually love the people I lead rather than tolerating them um and and hopefully that comes that comes through but i really don't want the non-patient bit to come you know when someone's driving you nuts and they're really annoying it feels different you cope differently if you've been spending time praying and being in god's presence and being a being around love you kind of more full to give back out um which is something that's easy to neglect when you're busy as a leader, if you've got all these different things to do and boxes to tick and people to impress, you can really easily neglect dwelling in God's love for yourself, to be able to then pass it on to others genuinely and meaningfully, not in a kind of, all oh, I'm a Christian leader, so I'm gonna to pretend to be nice to you. I was just thinking as well, it's hard, isn't it? Cause like, you wanna be like love and
1: patience equals, you know, like slow to anger, non-jud- non-judgmental. Um But I think sometimes we can go like swing too far the other way as well. So like, you know, we, ne- we never get angry and we never ha- put any boundaries in place, or like we never pick anybody up on behaviors that actually need to be picked up on, um, because we're trying not to be judgmental and just letting them do their thing. <laughs> so like there's we have a responsibility, don't we, as leaders, to try and like lead people to be better themselves as well. And sometimes that means slightly difficult conversations with other leaders, with the children, young people that we work with. Um, and, you know, tough tough calls that we have to make on ourselves as well to be the kind of people who, you know, we get, we allow ourselves to be angry at the right things,
0: but not in ways that like make people not feel loved. <laughs> Yeah. And I think there's a difference between setting a good boundary and and, and discipline, you like however that looks, um, versus punishing people because you're annoyed at them. You know, so in my context, it would be drawing certain lines that people aren't to cross and you and you you have kind of things in place that you're like, actually, that's not acceptable here, and we don't do that here. Mm. Because you want the best for them and then for everybody around versus, you know, treating someone really harshly because they've said something that's upset you. And, and yeah, it's it's difficult to unpack in a short conversation, but I think you can kind of feel the difference between I'm punishing you because I'm upset with you versus I'm trying to instill some discipline and order here because it's good for you and it's good it's good for everyone.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think as well, like leading on from that, um the Bible says that leaders will be judged more harshly. And I think sometimes that can feel a little bit unfair.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I also think like there's there's a reason for that as well. Like we have an influence over people as leaders. and um, whether we like it or not, maybe we like their influence and we play into that a little bit. Maybe we don't like it at all and so We don't like to think about it but like I've never wanted to lead anybody astray by my actions and so I've like it's always been a thing that's at the back of my mind when I lead stuff that and like I've seen some pretty spectacular fails (laughs) within within ministry and within church where people have like met leaders have messed up and it's ended spectacularly badly you know with people leaving the church people losing faith Churches closing down and people getting really badly hurt um, and trust is broken and I think sometimes we can let those things like make us fearful like well I don't want that to happen to to me or my ministry or to happen here at my church and so like we sometimes we read too much into that and let the fear thing take over when really it's about admitting that no one's perfect, but actually we're trying to be better. And actually, it's that whole thing you said before about you know Moses being an unlikely leader. Like mostly God uses the unlikely people to take on responsibility. And he does that on purpose. Because if you only pick people who thought, oh, I'd make a really good leader, then <laughs> actually like it's it eats into that ego thing and actually it ends up being sometimes leadership people in leadership roles that shouldn't be there and so sometimes you know god chooses a lot of the time chooses unqualified people and equips them to do what he's called them to do so transforms us along the way into being the people he wants us to be and i think if we if we constantly have that mentality that you know how's god transforming me this week today this month then we allow for the fact that we know we're not perfect, that there's stuff that God needs to sort out in us. Um, But also we don't have that mentality of like fear that things are just gonna go (laughs) terribly wrong.
0: Yeah, but, but those stories of where things have gone terribly wrong also kind of show that you can be successful as a leader without integrity. know a lot of those places where it's gone terribly wrong they are incredibly successful leaders people are following them people are idolizing them and they but they lack integrity you know some of the terrible kind of hillsong stories when getting to the politics of what people think about hillsong or not but like those particular leaders clearly did something quite bad and didn't weren't living with integrity and and hillsong fired that guy and but they were so successful And so actually integrity success isn't a marker of integrity and it's about remembering who are who's judging us more harshly the people we lead might not because they don't know if we're living with integrity necessarily as long as we put on a good show and we're quite charismatic people people will follow but actually god sees and i you know i arguably i'd say it's better to pause a successful ministry or do things that might not gain you much success, might not gain more people coming to youth group or whatever. If, if you need to do that to address integrity issues. So yeah. And that can be really tough and that relies on stepping out and, and getting other people to help you. I think there's a lot of leaders who have kind of secret struggles are worried about sharing that with anyone in case people think oh no you shouldn't be using and I think I think that's where people fall into the trap don't they because
1: when we don't share it we're not accountable to anybody when we're not accountable to anybody then we fall down that that pit of like sin upon sin upon sin and think that that, you know things are okay Um, and you know nobody's noticed so you know the ministry's fine kind of thing and then Some point it all comes out, (laughs) and um, like stuff is way worse off than it would have been if we'd humbled ourselves and admitted that there was a problem early on and been,
0: yeah, fixing it. That doesn't have to be a big public declaration, no, no, not at all. A lot of these things I think could be caught earlier, you know, instances where people go off and have affairs and, and stuff in the middle of leading a really successful ministry if they'd have felt maybe if they'd have felt able to go to somebody and say, do you know what? I'm struggling with this. I need help. I need prayer. Maybe it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't have got so far. Um yeah. And I think being open to that because it's yeah, knowing that that's okay and that that support is it's okay to get that support and reach out to other people. Yeah. When you're struggling with areas of integrity, get some, get some peers get someone who you know and trust who loves you and will invest in you and not just judge you
1: yeah totally. and i think like it's about coming back to that truth isn't it of knowing whose we are like we we're in the ministries we're in in leadership roles we're in because we we're serving god and it's him who renews our strength and um helps us in the midst of that and you know, sometimes when we don't go to other people for help, actually, we're, we're also ignoring part of that. Like pe- people are part of the, the healing and part of the journey and can help us to tap into that truth that like God will renew our strength and continue to transform us in ways that are going to make our ministry stronger rather than allow ourselves to go down a path that isn't going to be good. I think um, leading to change the subjects a little bit isn't, isn't always about teaching either, but more importantly, it's about being a facilitator to enable children and young people and the other adults that we lead with to have their own God encounters. And sometimes when we have this mentality that Christian leadership is, is, is about teaching and that's the main thing, then we forget that those encounters are actually really important and powerful Um, in transforming people's opinion of the fact that God's real and the fact that God works within us and God wants to meet with us. Um, Because when we encounter the living God in a way that is, you know, real and powerful, it changes our whole outlook. And actually that's way more powerful than just learning some, learning head knowledge about who God is and, um, and I think remembering as well that everybody connects with God differently so how when we lead stuff it's not necessarily that everybody else is going to be able to connect with God in the same way we do so it's about allowing other people to you know pitch in ideas for stuff and share creativity and share their experiences and allow it to become like a richer thing than just us and I think sometimes when we lead stuff like we think we have to be the one that comes up with the ideas because we're the one in charge or whatever when <laughs> sometimes actually our role if we look at it as a facilitator like we open up the door for way more creative things to happen because other people see things in a different perspective than we do and actually that brings a richness and a,
0: a goodness and a like, allows more amazing things to happen. And if we see ourselves as facilitators, I think, it's a, it, for me, it feels like a much more Christian way to lead. We're not, like, social media influencers who have all this power. And when things go right, it's not like we look to ourselves and say, oh, aren't we great? If we're a facilitator, facilitating a group of people to kind of step closer to God, that's what our leadership is, Yeah. then actually it's god that you look to and think isn't god amazing you know so it just shifts our gaze away from ourselves yeah still be leaders and we still have influence on people and we still guide people but we are facilitating their journey we're not creating little models of us who do everything and, and think everything the same way we do or we're not some like yeah christian influencer who everyone looks to us and does the things we do it's just about creating the spaces and facilitating people journeying and doing their journey with God and doing you know together joining people together to do that I think for me that's one of the best kind of things about being called to be a leader yeah it involves
1: looking for God at work already and the things that we do and following his guidance for and insights into how we can enable people to have more of those encounters um and it's not yeah we allow ourselves to understand that it's not just us who does the transforming I think it works the other way as well like if we sometimes we think oh how can I teach this because I don't really know this stuff or I don't really know this topic or I've messed up on it so how can I teach it when if we're looking at it from a facilitator point of view instead that we're helping people to get a grasp of it for themselves we're not necessarily coming at it like here's all the knowledge I know it I've got I've got this I've got this down <laughs> we're we're acknowledging that we're all on a journey and that we're trying to bring those young people closer to God and um, by providing encounters then like there's a lot less pressure on the teaching I think then as well and I, I'm I'm not saying teaching isn't important because I think sometimes it is <laughs> and you know you have to know some stuff about the god that we're we, we, we believe in and how he works and stuff to be able to understand some of those encounters sometimes you know it goes hand in hand but i think when we put too much emphasis on teaching we forget about the encounters bit And when we put too much emphasis on encounters we forget about actually telling people about who god is and and the, you know the beauty that is within that
0: even if You're in that place of of being with God, leading with integrity, um, trying to lead others well and set a good example. Even when things are going right, it can be a really hard slog and doesn't always, it can be a really thankless task. I mean, I hope it's not just me that's felt, had moments where you go, what am I doing? And, or is this even working? And I think from those places, I've always been encouraged by the people who say, you know, just keep going, just stick at it. And some parts of leadership are, you know, coming before God, having a resolution. that Actually, this is the right thing. Even if when you're looking around, you know, it's walking by faith, not by sight. You're looking around. Is this working? Am I doing the right thing? But if we've done the background work, we can say yes. And Just yeah, just keep going. Sometimes all that's required is is stability and continuing um but that sometimes you need help like we talked about earlier it's totally okay to i think almost everyone has that imposter syndrome feeling if they're in leadership and it's totally okay to go to people and and ask for support and help and when we're not all good at everything just because we're leading you might we don't all have skills in every area so it's fine to go to other other leaders and say I can't do this, or go to members of your of your team who you're supposed to be leading, and and even from your young people, especially being like, can you help in this? The joke one for in my ministry is is about like admin and stuff. People never mind helping me with it; I'm not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and although that becomes a bit of a joke, and I was like, oh, okay. but actually, it's healthy. It's good that people can see I mess up organizations sometimes. And and they're willing to support me and help me with it because I'm I'm not this untouchable person who gets everything right all the time. I mean, that's a really small and silly example, but I think we it goes broader than that. Yeah, I think as well, like perseverance is a
1: really good value to cling on to in, in ministry, um, whether we're leading kids or youth work or just ministry in general, I think. But leading isn't always easy and we don't always know if we're doing a good job there isn't always you know a measurement of success we can use um, and all of us struggle sometimes um, but leadership shouldn't feel isolating or feel like a burden like we should be we kind of need to learn to make the most of working as a team and feeling like we're in it together and if that's really hard to do in your your own context then it's about looking just outside of that to who else can help, you know, empower you and encourage you, um, and who else can you help empower and encourage. Um, and sometimes, yeah, we need to seek help, guidance, and encouragement from outside of our um, circle. Um, so like join a network or get a mentor or befriend other local kids, kids or youth leaders. Um, I think however we feel about our own leadership skills or how well we, we do at leadership, like God wants us to thrive in the roles he's given us and wants us to, you know, be more in his image and lead in a way that he wants us to lead and to thrive in those roles that he's given us. And like sometimes that means actually like getting, getting that support from outside of, of us Um, or outside of our church or outside of our direct context which is
0: hard to do sometimes but and if you and genuinely if you are listening to this thinking yeah yeah yeah, that sounds great but I'm on my own and I don't know who I could go to 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 get support because it would be like admitting failure or they would think why have they employed me in the first place if they can't even do dot 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 if that's you and you're in that place you can you can reach out to to me and Becky and you know particularly if we don't know you um we're we're not going to judge you and we can help you to access support that might be really useful for you even if the support you need is just to be like ah and talk to someone about it mm. yeah you know, we're we're happy to do that and we're probably quite well placed because no genuinely it's if you if you need that do reach out I was just gonna
1: end by saying that like we run a few different networks as C4 Plus and like we're always happy to try and like, we know of others as well that exist around the country. And like, if there's somebody near you that we can link you up with, then like, that's what we'll do. So yeah, do get in touch. Like if you want to be part of a bigger network or want to be put in touch with some other youth or kids leaders in your area. Cause um, yeah, we, we're really happy to kind of help with that. That's one of the things we do. And one of the free services we offer so um, go on our website, www.youthwebplus.com. If you want to um, contact us, there's like a little form on there or through our social media channels, and um, you can DM us or you can email either Ollie or me, Becky, at um, youthwebplus.com. Um, it's just our first name and then at youthwebplus.com. Um, but yeah, like totally get in touch with us if if you feel like like we don't I guess part of the reason why we do what we do with Youth Work Plus is because we know youth work and kids' work is hard sometimes. And we wanna try and stop people from quitting or not doing it or struggling through it when actually we like we can help each other by supporting each other and cheering each other on and encouraging each other because that's what it's all about. And like it's okay if you feel like you're struggling. We've all felt like that, like Ollie and I have. Um, but sometimes it's being brave enough to reach out and, and get some extra support to help you continue and thrive in that role that God's given you so thank you thank
0: you for listening like share and subscribe we'll see you next time bye